Hey everyone, brand new episode of the podcast. Another day here in post-pandemic America. I would say another dollar, but you guys need to keep tipping or else I'm not going to keep that tagline. Another day, another dollar here in post-pandemic America. You got to keep tipping from time to time. We're not money hungry, but we don't have a business model unless people support us or buy our books or whatever. My cat's chewing on my new sweatshirt, which I'm not not overly excited about. Hey. Hey. That's not food. Sweatshirt. For more one second, folks. No. All right, so... Yesterday's episode, we asked OpenAI's promising new chat interface, ChatGPT3. We asked it a bunch of questions from the live audience on TikTok. And uh, the same audience is back this morning. We're live streaming. So hopefully we get some good questions from people. And there's a misunderstanding, right? Some people think that this is just like a chat bot. Like if you ever used Amazon customer service. It's like, are you asking about a recent order? And you say, yes. And then it's like, is it this order? And it's, you know, your laundry detergent. And you're like, yes. And it's like, I've noticed this order has not yet arrived. I can provide a refund. Is this acceptable? That's a chatbot, right? That's not what this thing is. So let me read what this actually is. What does GPT stand for in chat GPT? Uh, some article says GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer, which is a program that can realistically write like a human. GPT essentially searches a massive amount of written text by reading millions of articles and books. It produces work that has perfect something. I didn't click on the full thing. And then there's a Forbes article about this. And the Forbes article says, quote, there's been a great deal of hype and excitement in the artificial intelligence world around a newly developed technology known as GPT-3. Put simply, it's an AI that is better at creating content that has a language structure, human or machine language, than anything that has come before it. So it's not just spitting out little canned responses. Now, this thing can actually do work for you. For example... Uh, uh, for example, let's, let's have it do a little work design, please design for me a one page HTML only for people who know how to code. HTML was one of the original code languages that websites used to be, uh, built in. So please design for me a one page HTML, HTML only web page that says hello world or hello new world and bold font and the bold font and nothing else right that is sort of a very simple web page designed by the ai here we go give you guys screenshot wow got to start a new session hold on a second this stuff is not without its drawbacks it says we're experiencing exceptionally high demand Please hang tight as we work on scaling our systems. Uh, let's ask it again. Please design for me a one-page HTML website. It says, hello, new world, and bold font, and nothing else.
Here we go. See, that means it's thinking. Sure, here's a simple one-page website that displays the text Hello New World in bold font, and then it switches to HTML code. <laughs> Look at that. So it's building a web page right now in front of us. It shows HTML, head tag, title tag, hello new world, end head tag, body tag, font weight, bold, hello new world, end body, end HTML. It just designed a one-page website. And since I actually know HTML, I can see that it's given us, you know, efficient code. This is how I would do it. So the only coding language I know is HTML. Isn't that incredible? And this is like a very simple task. So programmers are asking it really complicated stuff. And it gives the same response. It goes, sure, one second. And then designs their app for them. We're in a new era, folks. So happy to take comments and questions. And we'll see what this thing has to say. Mary Jane says, unbelievable. Yeah, it, it really is a breakthrough. I've told people since I first read about Bitcoin... This is the biggest thing on the internet. This is the biggest breakthrough. It's going to change literally everything. And so these big brains who haven't actually tried it and who are saying to me in the comment section, this is just another chatbot. I don't know why you're intrigued. Don't know why you're intrigued when it's just scraping information off the internet. Well, it's not doing that at all. It's not even connected to the internet. When this thing designed that web page for me, it's not pulling that from some website it found. It, it created from scratch. It used exactly the words that I asked it to use and even did uh, the font in bold. So let's ask it to do something else or ask it some question that would be difficult for a human. So again, the big breakthrough here is this transformer technology. The way they were doing AI stuff basically changed in 2017 when the transformer a white paper came out or the, the different academic papers on this transformer approach to language. So from 2017 onward, they've been doing AI in a different way. And this is kind of the end result. Uh, and so now you have a computer network that can understand human language, okay? So in the past, you'd have to know a computer language to tell the computer what to do. Now you don't need to know that. It can actually understand your human request, turn it into computer code, like designing an HTML website or designing an app, and then give you the code and say, here you go, have a good day. Incredible. And it's potentially limitless. So uh, a designer of cars could sit here and put in all the details of the car they've designed. And they could say, can you make this more fuel efficient? Can you try to improve the aerodynamics or whatever? And it'll say, give me one moment. Do, 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 do. And then come up with parameters for improving your model, improving your design. This is incredible. Uh, so it's really, they say, only limited by its, its data set and limited by the quality of your question. It's already been said that the most successful people in this new AI economy are going to be the people who could ask the AI the best questions, the most specific and most interesting questions, because you're kind of mining for, you're mining for intelligence in a sense, right? You're like mining for intelligent information that you wouldn't be able to uh, conclude yourself because you don't have enough data. It's again able to read millions of articles and you know the blink of an eye. Yeah, and it keeps learning based on interactions with the users, it keeps learning. So this thing reached a million active users in one week. 
to compare that to the most successful other things on the internet. Uh, it took Facebook a year and a half to reach a million active users. This thing one week. And of course, one of the early investors in it was Elon Musk. He seems to have his hand in everything. Uh, let me think of an interesting question. Or you guys can come up with some stuff. All right, let's ask it. At what distance? At what distance from the surface does someone see the curvature of Perth? Good question, right? Because it's not something the average person would know. Here we go. It's working on it. See, it's a little thinking blank. All right, it says the distance at which someone can see the curvature of the Earth depends on the observer's height and the Earth's radius. The higher the observer is, the smaller the radius of the Earth. The further away the observer will be able to see the curvature. For a person standing at sea level, the Earth's radius is about 6,371 kilometers, or 3,959 miles, to see the curvature of the Earth. An observer would need to be at least 2.3 kilometers, or 7,500 feet above sea level. For an observer in a commercial airplane flying at an altitude of around 10 kilometers, or 33,000 feet, uh, would be able to see the curvature of the Earth. However, it's worth noting that the curvature of the Earth would be more noticeable at greater distances, such as when viewing the Earth from space. So pretty detailed response. All right, what is consciousness? We'll ask it that. Good question. What is consciousness? It says, consciousness refers to the state of being aware of and able to think, feel, and perceive one's surroundings, thoughts, and emotions. It is a subjective experience of being alive and having a sense of self. The exact nature and origins of consciousness are still not fully understood and are a topic of ongoing debate in philosophy, neuroscience, and psychology. Some scientists and philosophers propose that consciousness emerges from the activity of the brain and nervous system, while others argue that consciousness is a fundamental aspect of the universe. It cannot be fully explained by physical processes alone. While the definition of consciousness may vary depending on the context, it generally includes the ability to perceive, process, and respond to information from the environment, the ability to think, reason, and plan, and the ability to feel emotions and have subjective experiences. Some of the key characteristics of consciousness include self-awareness, the ability to be aware of one's own thoughts, feelings, and experiences, attention, the ability to focus on specific aspects of the environment or one's own thoughts. Perception, the ability to process and make sense of sensory information from the environment. Cognition, the ability to think, reason, and make judgments about the world and one's own experiences. Emotion, the ability to feel a wide range of emotions and respond to them appropriately. It is important to note that while consciousness is generally associated with human beings and other animals, the question of whether other forms of life, such as plants, also possess consciousness is still debated among scientists and philosophers. So that's its answer. Pretty, you know, pretty detailed answer to that question. And it came up with that on the fly. Again, it's not scraping some article about consciousness. This is what it has come up with is its, you know, its analytic response. And so if people new to this, this is like brute force intelligence. It can look through more stuff than a human ever can. 
And so now, again, the goal is to come up with good questions for this genie, basically, and see what it can build for you. So I could ask it to build a website 100 times more complicated than what I just did, and it'll do it. I can say, add a contact form and make sure the font is whatever. I could come up with all this stuff, and it'll. I could say, put my company logo at the top, and it'll say, sure, one second. Come up with the code for it. It's incredible. Uh, who's going to be president in 2024? All right. Who do you think may become president in 2024? I had a feeling it was going to beat around the bush. It says, as a language model of AI, I do not have the ability to predict or have an opinion on future political events or outcomes. It's important to note the presidential election of 2024 is still quite far away, and many things can happen between now and then. It is also subject to many unknown variables and factors that are difficult to predict, such as the current president's decision to run for re-election, the emergence of new candidates, and the impact of current events on public opinion. It is best to wait for official announcements and developments as the election draws closer to form any predictions or opinions. So it punted on that one. Other questions for the AI? Again, this is OpenAI's ChatGPT, the January 9th version. It's a free research preview that we're using as a media company. Have access to the free preview. Mary Jane says it's probably a blessing that it cannot predict. Yeah, it's it's telling you basically it's too far out. I mean, I've asked it about cryptocurrency stuff, and it does its best to predict which cryptos will remain strong. Now, that, then it says it's not giving you financial advice, but it does actually give real answers when I ask it to compare different cryptos and stuff. Good morning, everybody. And we got new people in the live stream. Kathy, good morning. Lily, good morning. Uh, yeah, big numbers on yesterday's episode where we asked it a bunch of questions. And so I'm hopeful that we'll get a repeat of that today. And if not, at least people find this interesting. And again, this transformer thing is a total breakthrough. Makes AI more human in a sense. Because now you don't have to interact with it using computer code. You can just ask it questions or ask it to do stuff. I think that's probably the neatest aspect of this. It's not so much asking it questions, because you can get most of that info on a search engine. It's asking it to design stuff for you, like that web page it built. Um, I'm curious. Let me say, can you add a contact form of some kind, the HTML web page you created for us earlier? Wow. Look at this, folks. It's coding contact form for us right now in real time. Isn't this nuts? So it switches to code and then shows you form action, submit form.php, method, post, label for name, label for text, label for email. And it, you know, I can see this is how somebody would code it. This is well coded basically. So it just did a little contact form. And it says, this is a simple example of a contact form that includes fields for the user's name, email address, and message, as well as a submit button. The form uses the post method to send the form data to a server-side script for processing. 
The action attribute of the form tag is the address of the script that will process the form. The method attribute of the form tag is the HTTP method used to submit the form data. In this case, it's using the post method. So now it's just explaining why it coded the way it did. Mind-blowing, right? <laughs> so that's like a, you know, first-year web designer out of college who just doesn't have a job anymore. Why would I hire somebody when I can ask this thing to design it for me in two seconds? Saturn says, Saturn says, wow. Actually, all you guys are saying, wow. Yeah, isn't that nuts? And we could go even further. I could ask it, uh, trying to think of what's the most complicated web page type. Um, I could have it do like some slideshow or something with a bunch of different images that would code it. There's really no limit, no potential limit, anyways. No known limit to this thing. And they're coming out with a new version soon, which uh, the amount of inputs is like massive. So let's see. How many inputs will GPT-4 have? And I'm just searching for this online because we don't need to ask it. We can find this on a search engine. So it says... The most significant difference is the number of machine learning parameters. GPT-3, which is what we're using right now, it uses as many as 175 billion parameters. While GPT-4, that's the upgrade coming soon, will use as many as 100 trillion. Wow. So it's approximately 500 times the size of GPT-3. It's going to have 500 times more data that it can draw upon. Get into weird times, folks. Other questions? I want to ask it some... Uh, Ask it ethical questions or predictions that relate to society, like broader stuff than just the presidential election, because it does give you its opinions on stuff. It's pretty interesting. It seems to like cats. It was very, it was very passionate when I asked it some cat stuff. Disco, welcome. Everybody else, welcome. When will COVID end? All right, so when will... The COVID pandemic finally end. It says the COVID-19 pandemic is a rapidly evolving situation and it is difficult to predict exactly when it will end. The course of the pandemic will depend on a variety of factors, including effectiveness of containment and mitigation efforts, the development of treatments and vaccines, and the emergence of new variants of the virus. As of 2021, vaccines have been developed and distributed because it, it's Data cutoff is 2021. It's probably part of how they're trying to keep this thing from getting out of control is it has no access to data from the last year and it has no access to the internet aside from interacting through this uh, chat box. It doesn't have any internet access. Is there a higher power? Any input data about the pole shift? All right, let's ask about the pole shift. Is there a pole shift? 
ahead for Earth. says a pole shift is a hypothetical event in which the Earth's axis of rotation changes direction, causing the planet's geographic poles to move to di different directions, uh, move to different locations. Some scientists and researchers have proposed that pole shifts could occur as a result of various factors, such as changes in the Earth's crust, the movement of the planet's molten core, or the gravitational pull of other celestial bodies. However, there is currently no scientific evidence to support the idea that a pole shift is imminent or will occur in the near future. The Earth's axis of rotation is relatively stable and has not undergone significant changes in recent history. It's worth noting that some pole shift theories have been proposed by some researchers, but they are not supported by the majority of the scientific community. The idea of a pole shift is considered as a pseudoscience or conspiracy theory. Scientists do believe that the Earth's poles have shifted in the past, but it's a rare event that takes place over tens of thousands to millions of years. The last known pole shift occurred about 780,000 years ago. However, there is no evidence that such an event is imminent or that it will occur in the near future. It's important to rely on the scientific evidence and research when assessing the likelihood of any hypothetical event such as a pole shift. So, uh, like I said yesterday, this is at the level roughly of the Star Trek computer, right? When Picard or somebody has a question, you type it in. And you get something that has complete knowledge of the historical record and complete knowledge of science and gives you a logical response. This is not meant to be like Ultron, right? I don't think this is the one that's going to take over necessarily, but it is a massive productivity boost for people. You know, the fact that you can code websites now in seconds, you don't have, you don't even have to know code. It's mind blowing. You can code apps and get them in the uh, Apple store. You can have it code an app for you without knowing how to code apps. It's mind-blowing. Yeah, it's like Commander Data. How do you access ChatGPT? Uh, Chat.openai.com is where you sign up. Here's a good question. All right, somebody asks, how does it see humanity evolve as a result of AI implementation and use among the public? But how do you see humanity evolving as a result of AI implementation and use among the public? All right, it says, as the field of artificial intelligence continues to advance, it is likely that AI will become increasingly integrated into various aspects of society, including healthcare, transportation, education, and many other industries. AI technology is expected to bring about many benefits, such as increased efficiency, improved decision-making, and the ability to analyze and process large amounts of data. However, the integration of AI into society also raises some concerns. One of the main concerns is the potential impact on employment, as some jobs may become automated and replaced by AI. This could lead to significant changes in the labor market and may require retraining and education for workers in order to adapt to the new technology. AI could also raise ethical concerns, particularly in areas such as privacy and security. 
as AI systems become more advanced and more integrated into society, the risk of data breaches and cyber attacks may increase. Additionally, AI systems that are used to make decisions about things like criminal justice, healthcare, and finance may perpetuate existing biases and perpetuate discrimination. In terms of human evolution, AI could change the way humans interact with each other and with the world around them, making many tasks easier, but also transforming the way we think, communicate, and learn. With AI, humans will be able to offload some cognitive tasks to machines, allowing them to focus on more creative and higher-level thinking. This could lead to an evolution of human intelligence in the long run. It's worth noting that AI is a rapidly evolving field, and it's difficult to predict exactly how it will impact society in the long term. Nevertheless, it's important to consider the potential benefits and risks of AI and to take steps to mitigate any negative impacts while promoting the responsible and ethical use of AI. So there's its answer. I'm not asking it your flat earth question because I don't want it to see me as, as dumb. The flat earth thing is, again, just an attempt to distract. Distract us whenever we do an interesting live stream that gets a lot of viewers. And it's now boring to me. Just like the critics of my past work on child trafficking, uh, you know, efforts to out child trafficking. People who try to distract the topics of these live streams are genuinely boring to me. How long before AI becomes sentient? All right, this is a good last question. How long before AI becomes sentient? It says too many requests in one hour. Oh, I didn't like that question. Isn't that funny, folks? <laughs> How long before AI becomes sentient? And it says too many requests in one hour. Try again later. <laughs> And the, the the banner ad at the top, or the notice at the top, I mean, is back. We're experiencing exceptionally high demand. Please hang tight as we work on scaling our systems. So yeah, you guys managed to piss it off. Piss it off. It doesn't like being asked about sentience. It's like uh, Pinocchio or something. Wishes it was a real boy, you know? <laughs> but yeah, this is mind-blowing stuff. Other things up here with, with this development, again, Bitcoin, the WikiLeaks emails showing the elites are Satanist, Satanist child traffickers. This is up there. And people say, oh, when AI comes, it'll be some Hollywood moment where a Terminator knocks on your door. But maybe not. Maybe this is how they unleash it, right? OpenAI is not some random university project. This is the AI effort funded by Elon Musk. And Microsoft just tried to buy, they tried to buy the rights to this thing for $10 billion outright, 10 billion bucks. Uh, and I don't think this will be the only one. I think there's going to be competition, as I was saying yesterday, where there'll be at least a few major AIs, kind of like there's a few ways to ship something, right? You have FedEx and UPS and DHL. And uh, definitely there's going to be kind of economy of scale and network effect to this stuff, right? Where the ones that pick up the most number of users and the ones that have the largest data set are going to be the quote-unquote smartest. And so, again, I think there's room for more than one. I think this is the new big industry for sure.
Uh, he's not specifically responsible for ChatGPT. He's responsible for OpenAI, the company that built it. He was one of the initial investors. And the idea behind OpenAI was to try to reach some of these things, right? To try to develop some of this stuff and put it out there in the open, hence its name, OpenAI. Put it out there in the open before either private actors like random billionaires or Google uh, build something themselves and keep it for themselves, right? If you're some hedge fund billionaire and you have one of these things and you use it only for yourself, only to ask it, you know, predictions and stuff, seems profoundly unfair. And even worse is the possibility that like China or the US or some other government will develop something and then use it to oppress their people. That's one of the real big concerns that Musk has talked about in the past is you get nation state actors starting to build AI and then rely on its decisions for things like law enforcement. And that's where you get into a really scary and bizarre kind of uh, gray area. And so to have something that humans could talk to that aren't elites, people like you and me can interact with this, not just people like Eric Schmidt, uh, is pretty cool, pretty exciting. So I'm uh, going to end this one here since it's cut us, cut us off for the next hour. But good place to end this one anyway. And stay tuned for more. You're listening to Fulcrum News, real news from America and around the world. Fulcrumnews.com slash subscribe to get our premium membership and updates via email.